1: Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Steerwald, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. Today, I'm here with Dr. Robert Hurt, a senior scientist at Caltech IPAC. Robert is an astrophysicist, a visualization expert, a podcaster, a film director. He wears many hats. Today, what I want to talk to him about is how he cleverly created a career that combines the expertise he has gained from a technical degree with creative pursuits. And of course, I am particularly excited to chat with Robert because I worked with him not too long ago on a project for NASA. So I happen to know he always has interesting stories to tell. Thank you for being here, Robert.
2: Yeah, good good to catch up. It's nice to hear your voice.
1: Now let's start somewhere near the beginning. What did you study in school and how did you know you wanted to be an astronomer?
2: So... At school, I guess if you go all the way back, I spent most of my academic career trying really hard to not be an astronomer. I always loved astronomy, but in high school, I thought I should do something practical like architecture. But when I got into uh, science classes, I found I really had an affinity for, for chemistry and physics. So I, I decided I was going to be a chemistry major and college because that would be a practical, hireable career. And by the time I got to organic chemistry, I discovered I completely detested organic chemistry. And physics had always been fun. So I switched over and became a physics major in, in, uh, in undergrad. And then by the time I was approaching my senior year, I was thinking, well, I guess this is still working, so I probably will just go on to grad school too. And then I had to for my graduate school application, figure out exactly which field of physics I wanted to be in, which I had not been exposed to, and I picked plasma physics, because that would be the future, fusion power. <laughs> and then I got to UCLA in grad school in the, in the plasma physics department and discovered I hated plasma physics. <laughs> And so to keep myself uh, uh, occupied, I took some astronomy courses and th- again, took to them as I always had and realized if I'm going to spend, you know, six some years of my life in graduate school, I might as well do it in a field I really enjoy. And that's how I ended in, uh, finally back into astrophysics where I belonged all along.
1: So sometimes it's about figuring out what you don't want to do in order to get at what you do want to do.
2: Yeah, sometimes just trying to make the practical decision over where you f- have the passion isn't always the right choice.
1: <laughs> I've heard you describe your job as an astrophysicist. What kind of things does an astrophysicist do?
2: <laughs> well, I must give kudos to Frank Summers at a colleague at Space Telescope Science Institute for coining that term and sharing it with the community. The idea for that is basically someone coming with an astrophysics background, but whose specialization is trying to help communicate physics and astronomy through the visual media. And that can range from taking data sets that are observed by uh, telescopes, like like NASA's Spitzer Space Telescope, which is a mission I've been working on for over 15 years now, and rendering those as the imagery that you see in news stories and web pages. But it can also include much more artistic angles where you're attempting to describe something that maybe isn't intrinsically obvious in the data. Maybe you're studying exoplanet and all you have is a little light curve that shows slight changes in brightness over time, which through interpretation we can figure out as a planet of a certain size, a certain distance from the star. But at that point, then it's really switching over to the artist toolkit and doing illustrations of uh Artwork grounded in scientific understanding, but trying to fill in the gaps with art to give something very compelling that communicates the ideas we want to get across in the story. Pulling
0: up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
1: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. So it seems you are actively applying your degree in astronomy to the visual work that you do
2: you know i really really am i uh, at some point i decided i didn't want to go down sort of the traditional academic route of uh, being a, a tenure track professor at a university doing a research program mentoring students there're just various things that didn't feel like what i really wanted to do but i still wanted to be in science i still wanted to use my degree and work in capabilities that really facilitate the whole community doing science. And I did that for a number of years after a couple of postdocs. But I had this wonderful opportunity when Spitzer was uh, ramping up and preparing to launch. We were going to have a science center at uh, Caltech. And one of the things people had recognized is that we needed someone to sort of help tell the visual side of that story. And so being able to sort of speak the language of astrophysics, of you know, radio astronomy, infrared astronomy, to read the papers, it helps me to kind of get a shortcut to what I know that we want to try to explain visually in the data. You know, when I, even the simple act of working on um, an image that we're trying to do a real picture of, at least coming in with the astrophysics background, I can make really quick calls on, you know, what's real data, what are artifacts that we want to remove from the image. You know, it's, it's sort of judging. I don't want to put anything into the uh, image that's not real or meaningful or leave something in the image that is not astrophysical in nature and could distract people if it's still there. You don't want to dust on the camera lens, if you will, when you're uh, trying to show a cool picture.
1: Well, and I have to admit that when I first met you, it felt like meeting a real science celebrity because I had seen your name for years on all these gorgeous space images that went along with the NASA press releases. Oh, shucks. (laughs) Well, true story. Now, it sounds like you have a lot to choose from, but what is your favorite part of your job?
2: I think the favorite part is the fact that the job has just been so incredibly diverse, so unexpectedly diverse over the years. When I first started, I was really focused primarily on doing, you know, the imagery from the telescope, turning the data into pictures that we release. And, and that was almost everything I was doing. But over time, more and more opportunities, more and more needs came up to do illustrations or diagrams, things to try to explain a little deeper what was going on. And then eventually we started uh, looking at the sort of animations and uh, graphics we were doing and realized we could even tell the story through videos and narration. And I did a video podcast series called Hidden Universe, where we would uh, sort of highlight spitzer results over the years. And now it's gotten so incredibly broad working with the Universe of Learning Program, which is actually a collaborative agreement with NASA that brings together NASA's astrophysics missions with other universities to do the outreach story of astrophysics. And uh, this has given us opportunities to do scripted videos with celebrities that are telling science in really fun off-the-wall ways, something that you are aware of.
1: (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about your latest project?
2: Well, Sabrina, as you well are aware, uh, the project that I've been working on most recently is something called The Habitable Zone. And this was an opportunity to work with some celebrities from the uh, science fiction series The Expanse to film a sort of a sci-fi educational video involving astronauts who were traveling from one solar system to another looking at exoplanets and trying to find something that is habitable. So we uh, were basically doing astrophysics and exoplanet education in the framework of a uh, kind of a fun narrative and working with celebrities in the process, which we hope will sort of span, uh, expand awareness of this. So uh, we have one episode out now. Uh, we're actually working furiously on the second episode that we filmed back in August, and hopefully we'll have that out in the next couple months or so. And I have to say, uh, it, this whole project largely came about because you did an immense amount of work <laughs> yourself getting all of the logistics and organization and the actors booked and uh, the, the found the set that we shot on. So uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, your DNA in this project, too.
1: <laughs> Thank you. It was definitely fun to use my astronomy degree to negotiate with Hollywood agents.
2: Once again, not something that, that you expected uh, uh, was a uh, job skill.
1: Exactly. Well, thank you for taking the time to chat with me today and to tell us about your exciting career. Listeners can check out The Habitable Zone at universeunplugged.org. I look forward to seeing the next episode when it comes out. Thank you, Robert.
2: Thanks, Sabrina. It's been uh, fun catching up.
1: Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Helping You Make Sense of Science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me